0: with you in the new year happy new year everybody january 2nd already we're already there the year's already over bring me 2025 all right let's go five hours you know what it is five hour midnight ride all the way to 5 a.m in the warm-up show we're all back everybody i hope had a great break merry christmas happy new year i talked to you on friday so I've seen you since Christmas, or I've talked to you since Christmas, but I hope everybody had a great New Year, great holiday. And we are back in the swing of things as we are getting finally to the end of our miserable football season. We were watching an excellent football game played earlier today. Michigan beat Alabama 27-20. to 20. I got a major problem with the overtime, but that's for another day. They really came through. Hardball came through the quarterback came through with a last minute drive and into overtime they ran the ball down the throat of Alabama to get a win we're watching Texas and Washington the huskies looking like they're going to move on to play monday night against Harbaugh and the uh and michigan as they are leading 34 to 20 Right now, is it 34-21? They just went away from the score. But we're watching that game as we get along. We'll get more into those games, 34-21. We'll get more into those games as that game finishes. We'll get into it. But let's start with the Knicks, who had a signature win to start the year. How about the Knicks? Obviously, the news breaks on Saturday of the trade of OG Ananobi for, obviously, Quickly and Randall, uh, excuse me, R.J. Barrett. That's pretty much the gist of it. We'll get into all that. But you know what? It's funny, because the instant reaction was I was – Obviously relaxing over the weekend like many of us do on the holiday weekend. And the news breaks and it's a woge bomb and everybody's up in arms about it. And I see a lot of negativity from the fan base. And I got to tell you, I was surprised with the amount of negativity. I think now people have started to wrap their minds around it. And you saw in this game the Knicks win 112-106 over Minnesota, the best team in the West, and have a real signature win. And you saw everything Ananobi brings to this team. Right, you saw it immediately. His ability to defend the entire team, whether it's you know Edwards or or Anthony Towns, he was able to guard at different points in this game. The entire roster. He's big. He's long. He brings size to this team. He's a good, especially in the corners. He's an efficient scorer. He scores 17 points and only 12 shots. He's seven for 12 from the floor, three for six from the three-point line. He's good in the corner, especially. His defense is long, his defense is tall, his defense is everyone on the the team from 1 through 5. He's able to play, spreads the floor a little bit. He adds a dimension to this team they desperately could use. Now, yes, it is not a trade of the caliber that puts you in the conversation for winning an NBA title. And I understand, and I think a lot of it has to do with the Nick fan falling in love with certain players on this team. And I think it has a lot to do with the idea of the last 25 years, this franchise, as we've been talking about the Jets for the last however long, the last few weeks, and we understand their 13-year drought, but this Nick team, let's be fair, for years and years and years, was the laughingstock of the NBA. The, joke, the team we always pointed to, not the Jets, but the team we always pointed to every time we got upset about this miserable sports town and the, the championship drought and, and everything else. We'd always point to the Knicks as the absolute disaster and joke of this city. The mecca of basketball is allowed to fall in on such tough times. I mean, it's been two, three decades since the last time the Knicks were really relevant in this town up until this last recent run. Right? And now you look at them and you got Brunson. You got Randall. You had Barrett, you had quickly. And that group got you to a certain level of expectation. It got you to it got you to fun. It got you to bing bonging. It got you to the point where you know that they're a good coached, hard fought, disciplined at times team that gets you into the postseason, that will get you into the playoffs that we have seen can win a playoff round. We knew that there was a level of compete, there was a level of winning. And you start to immediately, like, we all have dreams and we all know they have to win a championship. But in the NBA, unlike any other sport, even more so, other sports have it too, obviously. Especially football, you think about how the great quarterbacks are the only teams I'm going to get into quarterbacks as we're watching one here with uh, Washington in the college playoff. But we focus so much on it just being about Winning an NBA title. Me too. I'm I'm right there with you. A lot of times, that's how you look at things. Is this good enough to get you over the hump? And that's really all you're focused on. But this trade for the Knicks, no, it doesn't put them over the hump. But this is a trade in the vein of getting better. Right? Sometimes... Getting better isn't the only, isn't the, the be all end all, but there are steps to this. Now, I was listening to Emmanuel Babarian for a bunch, and I agree. And that was the initial thought from everyone, right? The initial thought was all right, this trade's fine, but it better come with something else. There better be an immediate follow. And while I agree, that hopefully this is the beginning, and they still have assets. They'll still have 11 first-round picks. I understand Quickly was thought of it to be an asset, but I told you the minute Quickly did not sign his extension that that was the end of Quickly. I came on the next day, and and I, I said, look for Quickly to be traded because the last thing this team will do, knowing the coach and seeing how Rose has run the team, the last thing they were going to do was allow Quickly to leave with no compensation. And that was very much on the table because he's blocked by Brunson. I don't think they view him as someone who cracks the starting lineup, someone worthy of the contract he could get on the open market. And once they did not come to an extension with him, his days were numbered here. That's just the way it was. You saw the minutes were going down. I know he's a fan favorite. I know he's instant offense off the bench, and that's something they're going to have to figure out and find a way to get into, whether it's Grimes or whomever else. They're going to have to figure out a way to get that instant uh, instant offense off the bench. But don't fall in love with a team and don't fall in love with players just because they've gotten you to a level where at least they're competent. Like, we need to stop that. It's like, we're in, for me, I'm right in the middle on this trade. No, it doesn't put them over the top where you're expecting that move to be, whether it be, you know, Spider Mitchell or whether it be whomever, a superstar player, whether it be Giannis, uh, the pipe dream of that, or or Booker, whoever else, that would put them in the conversation for an NBA championship. No, it doesn't do that, but it also does make them better. And it does it, – it goes in that vein. It's not – it's not just that's the only kind of move you can make, whether it's win a championship or stay. I, at least I know what I got with, with Barrett and quickly. I know I got instant offensive quickly, one of the best six men in the league. I know what I've got with this team. I know they're a 5, 6, maybe even a 4 seed. I know that. Why would I mess with that unless I'm going to win an NBA chi- championship or put myself in a position to win the NBA Finals? Why? Because you get better this way, and there's still assets to go trade and bring in another player. There's nothing wrong with getting better. There's nothing wrong with making a move to put them in a better position. That is the the best player in the deal is Ananobi. The better team. The Knicks are a better team today than they were on Saturday before they made this trade. They didn't give up everything. They got rid of uh, R.J. Barrett's contract, which in many parts of the NBA circles is considered toxic and a terrible contract. They were able to get rid of that contract. They got rid of Quickly, who was not long for this team. And I understand you're talking about people who were involved in the Mitchell trade that fell through. So it's like, oh, you're willing to do it now uh, to Toronto for Ananobi, but you wouldn't do it for Mitchell. Like, I get it. But ultimately, you saw everything in this game. The Knicks are a better team today. Is it a lot to give up? I don't know. To give up, you know, R.J. Barrett, who, let's be honest, I like Barrett. I like his strength. I like his ability to get to the basket, but he is not. He started the year shooting much better. He went back into being the same kind of player he's been over the last few weeks. He is never going to be a player worthy of the contract they gave him, and he's never going to be a player that is going to be a big piece of an NBA championship team. He's just not. Like, we've seen enough. I think we've seen enough from Barrett. And that contract was an albatross around this team's neck. It was a terrible contract. So I like Quickly, but Quickly had a limited ceiling on this particular team. And once they didn't come to that contract, his days for this team were numbered. And so if you give up that, you still have all your first-round picks. Now you can go out and add a piece to what we saw from Randall today, by the way, who's going to get, I mean, I guess sort of lost in the idea of just a big win, a uh, first start for Ananobi and his ability. But, I mean, Randall was absolutely a stud down the down the stretch of this game. In the last five minutes, he took over this basketball game. He was incredible. He scores 39 points. He was a dominating force, hitting tough shots, tough in the lane, actually played pretty good defense in the game too. And so that's really the question of what this team could be because we know it, and I've been saying it too. I'm not going to let one game suddenly change my opinion of, of Julius Randall. I like Randall. Randall's a good player. Randall's a tough player. When Randall plays like this on a night where Brunson doesn't have it, it gives you it gives you visions of maybe what this team could be and where he can be as the second best player on a championship level team. But ultimately, we've seen it time and time again where he fades. Now, moments like this are going to make me feel a little bit better about it. But in the crunch, in the big time, in the postseason, we have seen what he is. And we can blame it on him being alone without Brunson in year one against Atlanta or whether or not he had the ankle injury last year. Whatever the case may be, his worst basketball gets played in May and June. And as brilliant as he was and as great a run as he's been on, for the last month or so, after he started the season poorly, the last you know few weeks, he's been on a run of playing incredible basketball. And he's physical, and he gets to the line, and he gets to the basket. He can shoot. He had a fadeaway jumper. He was hitting every shot imaginable in this game when this 20-point lead got down to a, a six-point game. Julius Randle made sure the Knicks didn't lose tonight. But... At the same time, he's a floored player. So I understand you know right now Ananobi's not someone who puts you over the hump, but he's it's in the steps of getting there. Like you're not gonna just make one move because they are better off today with that superstar coming here than they are with with quickly. And R.J. Barrett, there is no doubt about it. 877-337-6666. So, no, in the NBA, where we pretty much dictate everything on whether or not they have superstars, that's the question for every team. That's why the Nets went out and did what they did. That's why teams are willing to move on from, you know, and and try and do everything to get superstars here. That's why the Knicks have been, you know, for the last, I don't know, 20 years, playing this game about whether it's LeBron James or whether it's, uh, Mitchell, whether it's whomever, all the different guys we've been waiting for to come to this team and take us to the promised land, it still needs to be the best position possible when that superstar comes. And the defense and size and efficiency and everything you saw in this game, it was almost the perfect, like he wasn't brilliant in this game, Anubi, but he uh, Ananobi, but he brought in everything that he brings to the table was shown in this one game he gave you a little bit of all the positives he brings to this team and whenever you make a trade right in in, in whether it be basketball whether it be in the NFL or in, uh, MLB whatever the case may be i am one occasionally it, it doesn't occasionally it goes against this form but for me when the best if you get the best player in the deal You could always quibble about how much you gave up. You could always say it's too much. You could always feel like, hey, I really love Quickly or whatever the case may be. When you get the best player in the deal, nine out of ten times, I'll take it. And that's exactly what the Knicks got. And this starting five and this team now is far better, far more suited to play playoff basketball, far more suited to fit the coach which, you know, is a, he's a limited coach. We understand that. We understand where this team is. And things probably need to get a lot better if they do want to compete against the Celtics and Bucks in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. I get that. But still, like when you watch the team, there's nothing wrong with taking a first step to get better. It needs to be followed by more steps. I don't know if it'll be this year or in the offseason or whenever. They're not an NBA championship caliber team at the moment, but you just watch them beat the best team in the West. And you watch the new player come in and give you every piece of his game that you were told is going to impact the team. And you watch it game one. So now you move forward and you hope that this team can be better than it's been, which is up and down, you know, 4-5 seed, 6 seed, and hopefully actually be right there as one of the 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 next top of that next tier right after the, you know, right after the Celtics, right after the Bucks, be that next team. And be in a place and a position where with all their number 1 picks, you can get a superstar and now you have a complete team with that superstar to go win an NBA Finals because honestly, Before this, and with quickly in R.J. Barrett, I'm not sure you did. The Knicks are in much better standing today than they were on Saturday. Bottom line, you could talk around it all day. That's the bottom line. They are better today than they were on Saturday. 877-337-6666. We'll get more into the football games once it comes to an end. 34-28, Washington over Texas right now to see who plays Michigan on Monday night. For the national championship. And what does it, as we watch these quarterbacks, and we saw on Sunday, the Giants almost, they almost blew it and won a football game. They almost blew it and won a football game. Thank you, Tyrod Taylor. I love you forever for missing that two-point conversion throw. Thank you, buddy. So we got to talk about the lousy Giants and how they're better off and how that was the perfect set of circumstances. That's exactly what I want to see from the New York Giants. Compete, fight, battle back, lose the football game. That's exactly what I wanted, and I got it. Merry Christmas, 877-337-6666. When will this baseball offseason get back on track? Who Who is going to sign with the Mets and Yankees need to do something, don't they? But I guess most Mets fans are okay with not doing anything. I'm shocked by that, but let's see how it goes. So we got that. We got the baseball offseason. We'll start with the Knicks. We'll get into the football. We'll get into the quarterbacks. We'll get into the tankathon. thon We'll get into all of it over the next four-plus hours. We're going to go here with you on a five-hour midnight ride all the way to 5 a.m. right here on The Fan.